Hashem, continue Mishnah and Simon Kuf Ayin Sif Chav Shir Nur four hundred and eighteen. Once again, Simon Kuf Ayin chapter one seventy Sif Chav number twenty, discussing how we should be eating properly and behaving correctly when we are eating food. The Mechavah tells us Niki Hadas Shibir Shalayim Lo Yahayim Subin Besuda. The Niki Hadas Tamidei Chamin Yushalayim would not sit down at a meal. It's based on the Gemara in Sanhedrin. It was said not, not sit down with people. Unless they know who they're sitting with, who the company is that they'll be dining with. It's a disgrace for Tamil Chacham to sit next to an Amaretz by a meal. Okay, so this is based on the Gemara and Sanhedrin. We have to know how it applies today. But for the main part, it's a situation where a Tamil Chacham in Yerushalayim, they would not sit down with Amaratzim. Says the Mishra on the bottom line um, of the first wide line, I feel with Sudas Mitzvah. Even by a Sudas Mitzvah, they would not sit with them. However, the Be'er Lach elaborates that if it's a situation where uh, perhaps there are a few Tamidei Chachamim and other people are not telling the at the meal, and uh, it's an intention of also like bringing people closer into um, the fold of, of, of the learning, then it's not a problem. Okay. The Gemara says further, uh, rather the Gemara, the, the Mechaber says further, You have a waiter who is serving al shnaim two people. He can eat with them. Even though he wasn't given permission. If, if he's serving three people, he should not eat with them unless he is given permission. So once again, if he's serving two people, he can join them. All of a sudden they have company. Oh, oh, thank you for joining, right? Ah, so that, that's the thing over here. As Rabbi Nachum said correctly, now they can venture the Zimun. Okay? But if there are already three people, so his presence of adding the fourth doesn't really change anything. So he has to first ask permission. Uh, of course, times might have changed a little in this generation, how things are done, but, but that's from the letter of the law. Siv caught in Mem Gimel, the first white line, the Mestamin So the reason why the Shamish can join him, because most probably the two people sitting at the table, they want him to join. That's the understanding. The Mestamin Nisratzulazet. As Rabbi said correctly, that now that the third person joined, so now you have a Zimun, and they can bench together. So it says, if they just having, let's say, uh, food that does not, it's not bread, they're not going to have a Zimun, they're not going to bench together. Then it falls in the category of getting permission first. Because of it, your rabbi, the Efshad Uadin, Im Hoyu Hoyuchlin, Tisha, so too, if there were nine people eating, and then the Shamish now makes number ten, the same halach would apply, because now when you bench, you say Elokeinu, you say Hashem's name in the Zimun. Davishim Zanel is that. Yochel has Siri Gamkin Lechobol Yishus, the Mustama Nicholahu, Kedei Shiehei Lahem, Zimun Beshem, so they can have. A zimun with Hashem's name. Okay, so that was 
the halachas if chaf aleph that the shamish can join if there's two, and the mishmar elaborates, and if there's nine, he can also join because most probably can assume that they want the person uh, to to help make a minion of ten of a lakino. Uh, if it's more than if it's more than three or up to nine, then he would have to ask permission first. Last Allah here in Simon Kufai in Mechavir says, After you drank and there's wine remaining in your cup, in your glass, for your friend to drink from it. So we had previously learned that it's not a good idea to be sharing because of the possibility of germs spreading around and sharing the germs. Here the Mechavir says, if you clean the place, you should clean the place where you drink from because it's meus. It's disgusting to hand somebody to drink from the same place you drink from. What about just pouring out the rest of the wine, the beverage? It says don't do that either. It's not appropriate because you'd be wasting the wine. But if you're drinking water, so like we discussed it a couple of days ago, so pour out the water by the spot where the pe, where the person drank from, and it's like you're cleaning the place where he drank from. Says the Mishra on top of the page, Siv Kotimem Dalid, clean the place where he drank from, as we discussed earlier in Siv Tazayim, Mem Hei, Derech Sham, Kedei Lishtoik HaRoik, Shinaga Derech Sham, because you want to wash off the Roik, the the saliva where the person drank from. Take a look what we said later on in Simon Reishlam and Alpin Yoni Achilo in regards to eating. If you're very careful. Okay, so next time you go out to eat, don't order the heart of the animals. Okay? Got to change your, your interest now. I believe... It's brought down that, that besides for other reasons, that also eating these types of foods might cause a person to forget his learning. I think Rav Chaim Kinyeski said so, might bring that down as well. person should be sitting down to eat with a happy feeling. It's a good feeling. It, it has an effect on the body. Maybe you collaborate on this another time, you know. But in the mind also. Be happy, sure, when you're Be happy. And he says, Eat healthy food, says the Shlach Kaddish. Eat the food that's going to help you to serve Hashem. You hear this? And not just what is, what is sweet to you at that moment. You shouldn't go to sleep right after you finish eating. Because then the food just sits there, it's not healthy. It's based actually in Gemara and Shabbos Daf, I think Mem Gimel. El Yamtin Achar Achilo. You should wait a little after you after you uh, eat before you sleep. In fact, the Gemara says you should take a little walk. I'm the Rambam Milchas Deis Perk Vav Sheherich B'Dvarim Elu V'Hano Hagoson. Take a look at the Rambam who elaborates on his topics. Gam Herich B'Shlo Lizar Miriboy Achilo Shtiya. Be careful that a lot of the illnesses that people cause upon they bring to themselves because they eat and drink too much. They eat and drink too much. Rather, the person should eat what he needs to be healthy to serve When a person sits down to eat in such a way to eat healthy, 
then his meal that he eats has a status of a sudas mitzvah, of a meal in the category of a mitzvah meal. Why? Because why am I eating? I'm eating so I can be healthy. So I'm eating healthy food. Take a look at Eli Rabba, who elaborates on these topics further. In addition, they bring like this. Person who eats when he's younger, in his youth, in a gluttonous way, just not paying attention, just chucking it down, which is not a way we should be eating food. He transgresses a loisase. Interesting. Wow, I find this amazing. Okay, let me let me show it you my thoughts. Okay. We're gonna quote here the Loisaiklu Al Hadam. We're gonna then switch over to the Gemara Brachis and the Firman Bay is in a few minutes, and we're gonna bring that Pasik again. Wow. Okay. Fine. Baruch Hashem. So Ratzulaima Loisaikal Achilam Avil Shvichas Dom. Don't eat food that will bring a person to Achilles dumb, to kill. So he said, you can eat food. What kind of food brings a person to kill? So he says, That's talking about the Achila, the eating of a the wayward child, that eats at the age of close to when he's around 13 years old, and he's, he's wine and meat, and he's, who's, he, who's, he, who's going to get killed over here? Who's going to kill who? He's bringing himself to a death sentence because then he would be put to death. Because I see, ah, oh, that's how he is at this stage of his life. He's just going to go off even worse. Okay, obviously there's a whole question if this type of child ever existed in the first place. Even though a person, a, a, a Sawyer Meira, doesn't get the death sentence after he gets old, it's Maguna, it's disgusting, it's disgraceful for a person to be eating in such a way of just no care, no concern, and just throwing the food down his mouth like, like he's a like he's a garbage disposal. As it says in the positive, it says, Our son is a Zaylo Vesoyve. Ramban says this all falls in the category of Kedoshim Tiyu. In other words, like this, according to the Ramban, we are obligated to be Kaddish, to be holy. So part of holiness is to eat in a holy way. And that's why we have all these halachas here that, that as Mordechai said, aren't these obvious? Yeah, they are obvious. At the same time, we have to realize not just the obvious part, but we want to sit down to a meal, and you want to sit down with Kedusha. You sit down to a meal like this with this mindset, we'll see your food is a mitzvah. And we'll see that actually in the Gemara, by our Gemara today, at the bottom of the Amud, it's like you're bringing a carbon Tamid. You feed a Tamid Chacham and he eats properly, it's like a Tamid, like, like bringing a carbon Tamid. Okay. One more point here, we'll see later on, in Simrash Lamed Aleph, Shekhoi Damachilo Hayinoigim Loimer, before people would eat, they would say, I want to be healthy and strong to serve you, Hashem. That's why I'm sitting down to eat. Now, obviously, it doesn't really help to say those words when he sits down to, you know, a bowl of candies, right? <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't really work too well. Um, so, so uh, it has to be with, with healthy food. I'm sorry? 
for, for the dentist. Yeah. I actually went to a dentist and he was telling me the candy he likes to eat. I was a little confused. So what's going on? He says, I eat candy. I just brush my teeth afterwards. <laughs> so he was actually suggesting that if you're going to sit down to have candy, better to have chocolate than candy. If you have candy, eat it all in one shot so it gets the, the opportunity for the teeth to strengthen themselves again. But uh, he was being practical. He says, brush your teeth. Take care of your teeth. Okay. Fine. Um, in regards to a fast, that a person would fast to because of a virus, the truth of the matter is, is discussed later on, the Emmys says, we are not encouraged to do that in this generation. You'll find it in the Svarim, in the Paisen, Shulchan Aruch as well, but people are not really encouraged in this generation to do something like this. And the main reason is because when a person fasts, he gets weak. If he gets weak, he can't do mitzvahs, he can't learn Torah. So, in this generation, person wants to do tshuva, you know what he should do? Let him take off. If he's working still, let him take off from work for a whole day. Let him go into the base of Medrash and learn Beritzifus for hours on end straight. Turn his cell phone off, lock himself into a room. Nobody knows where he is for that day. Taking a vacation and he's doing tshuva and that is the greatest levels of tshuva a person can do. Stay and just learn Beritzifus. Not just 20 minutes and have an hour phone call. And say, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I took the day off to learn today. And have conversations about it. That's not what the tshuva angle is. Okay, there's also Tayin Saraivit of not eating all the delicious food that's on your plate, but leaving over a little of the end at the end. And even though you've tasted the whole entire food, you want to show that you're going to hold yourself back and refrain from eating the rest of it. Okay, we're going to finish the Ramah on the top of the page, which there is no Mishnah Ruru to. Echo melech, you should have salt as well. If you drink, you should have water as well. Now, if the food already has salt, you don't have to have the salt, as is discussed in Simkufayin Test. Like we just mentioned, it's only if there is no salt in the bread. Or in the foods that you ate. Or you didn't drink any beverages with, with water. So the Ramah says, even though we should be careful from the light of the law to make sure we have salt after we eat or drink water, but if you're already doing this during the meal, if you had salt during the meal, if you drank water as well, then you're good and you don't have to do it after the meal. Okay, that was Simen Kuf Ayin. Moving right along to Simen Kuf Ayin Aleph, in Simukuf Ayin Aleph, we discuss Shaloi Linog Bizayin Ba'achlin. So, first in Kuf Ayin, chapter 170, we discussed how we should behave when it comes to eating. We discussed when you take a bite of the bread, don't keep your slice of bread next to your friend's plate. He might be disgusted by your bitten slice of bread next to him. Now we discuss treat the bread properly, treat the food properly. Don't have a lack of derech to the actual food itself. Says the Mechaber, Sif Aleph. You can use pas, pas is bread, you can use it for the meal item. Now, what is he referring to? As this is a beautiful segue from what we just really, from what we discussed yesterday, is a segue into this. We discussed yesterday that silverware is more of a newer concept. Right? 
So we had mentioned one of the ways they would eat is would take bread, they would take uh, flat breads and use that as like spoons or as ways to hold the food that they would be eating. So that's what he's telling us here as well. You can use pass bread to eat your food with. That's as long as you're not ruining the bread. But some when you're going to ruin it, then you shouldn't lose it, use it like that. If you're going to ruin it and, uh, and, and disgrace it, you shouldn't use it like that. Don't take your raw meat your raw meat, and placed on top of bread. Who's going to eat the bread after you put the raw meat on top of it? Okay? Now, the raw meat they're talking over there might have been even before anything was taken care of, the salting and all the process of the, what we do with the kashri. Now, the first case is not so common. Who, who's going to do that today? Who's going to take bread and put it, the meat on the bread? But the next case can happen every single day. And that is as follows. Don't pour over food. And the reason is very simple. What happens if you overflow? What happens if you miss the cup? Now you ruin the food. So that's once again. It's based on the Gemara. Gemara and Brachos. Dafnun. So don't pour over food. Or don't pour the water or pass the water over the food. If ain't same chin boy, hakaira, don't use bread to hold up a plate. Vimhim, alaya dovar, shimipol, alapas, yimos, that if it's full of, the plate's full of food items, and if it falls on the bread, it's going to ruin the bread. Veinoitlin hayadayim biyayin. Now, another point is like this. One should not use wine to wash your hands with. Whether it's for bread, or whether it's just because you want to wash your hands, you can't find any water around. You have this bottle of wine that you don't like that dry bottle of wine. So what else you can do with it? So you can use it to wash your, the schmutz. You were just out gardening. You want to wash your hands. Can't do that. It's disgrace for the wine, whether it's chai, whether it's mazog, whether it's diluted wine, not diluted wine. And even if you're washing, nothing to do with washing for bread. Okay, before we continue with Sif Kotin Tess, uh, with, with, with rather the Mechaber by Sivkat Tess. Let's catch up with the Mishnah here in Sivkat and Aleph through Ches. So we said you should not, uh, rather a person can use and do what he needs to do with the paths, with, uh, the bread, uh, what he needs for eating purposes. Okay? He's allowed to use bread, as we mentioned, to take, to take the other food and eat with it. Then we said in, by Bayes, uh, that same way, Sifkat and Bayes, just like you're allowed to use pas, pas bread is the most chosh of a type of food, like more, most respected. It, it gives us our sustenance. So too, the same way you're allowed to use bread, you're also allowed to use other items as well. But, just like by bread, if you're going to use it, and it's going to get ruined, and you're not going to want to, want to come to eat from it, so too you should not take other foods and do things with it that will ruin the food, and then you're not going to want to eat from it. 
Siv Kotin Dalid, the Mechaber says, Avamidi the Momes Bey Loi, if you're going to ruin the food, no, Vimoisil Rafu is Shoref the Momes. Now, if you're going to use the food for medicinal purposes, and even it's going to get uh, crushed and smashed and this and that, but if you're doing it for medicinal purposes, for medicine, to help heal the person, then you're permitted to do so. As we'll see in the Shin Chav Ches, the, the chapter, the Simon Shin Chav Ches, is good to remember. I'm not saying that without a pun. Pun intended. You know, they always say no pun intended. I'm t- pun intended. Shin Chav Ches are the laws of refuel, of medicine. It's Shin it's Chav Ches, is chapter 328. But if you say it as a word, it means forget. Shochach. So that's what I'm saying, don't forget. Okay? <laughs> don't forget that the laws of medicine on Shabbos is in chapter Shin Chav Ches Shochach. Okay? And it's actually a very, very large chapter. Very large simon. So, discuss that, more of that over there. And even, nothing to do with medicine. If it's necessary for a person. And I don't have an example for you now, but let's say a person will use a food item. And, and that food item has a benefit for a person. I know sometimes, uh, let's say, for, it's good for the skin or something like this. So the person's not ill, it's not sick. But maybe it's good for his, for the, for the hands or something like that. So maybe also, that's what he's saying here can be used as well. For this reason, they spri- they sprinkle on the ground in the karka. Um, they sprinkle on the ground. That was in, in the old days that it was at least. Let's give my place here. They, apparently they used to sprinkle wine on the ground uh, or with some w- water as well now the earth the ground used to be earth dirt so when you put a little water there the benefits of that is that it it keeps the ground from getting kicked up right it keeps it pat and down and also gives a nice maybe with the wine gives a little nice aroma nice nice scent so he's saying you would be permitted to do that with the wine. Also with soya you cannot crush olives in order to wash your hands with the liquid from the olives. Maybe the olive oil they call it. It's apparently it has nice uh, soap capabilities. The Gemara says that because then you're you're ruining the olive, and then you're wasting the food. So if you can do it in a way that doesn't waste it, then fine. But uh, you should not do it in a way that will waste the olives. Okay. Don't fill up a cup over. Don't pour the cup over the food, over the bread, because then if you pour too much, or you you know pour, pull away the cup before the person starts pouring, you're you're, you're ruining the food. Siv Kotin Vav, the Mechaber told us, we said, don't use the bread to, to host, to, to hoist up, to, to hold up something on the table, a plate, because then if the food falls on it, it's going to get ruined, you're not going to want to eat the bread anymore. I say don't put the bread under the plate. You... Yeah, yeah, in other words, I mean, we don't do things like that, but let's say, for example, you had a, um, a, some rolls, and, and you wanted to make it, uh, Higher for people to like see the plate 
of the table because there's a lot of food there. So you want to like elevate it. So don't 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 place these rolls underneath because you're you're cheapening the importance of what the purpose of what the bread is for, what the rolls are for. You know, and, and then if it, if the food falls on it and it gets uh, wet and moist, you're not gonna want to eat these these rolls anymore. Yeah, I, I get bread. it. Yeah, we don't Yeah. We don't it's not something we do so often in this generation. That's correct. I agree with that. Okay. For the same reason, you don't want to get ruined and you won't you won't want to eat from it. It could be also the plate is not clean on the bottom of the plate. And then you put the bread there, it's, you have no intention to eat the bread anymore. Okay, the Mahavidan says, Ain Zorkin hapas We do not throw bread because it's a disgrace to the food. Don't throw bread. Okay, it's a disgrace to the food. This is the food that we get our sustenance from. So it's not derech it's to be throwing the bread. It's be zoyin, it's a disgrace to the food. Okay, shame shame zorkin is a paskach in zorkin ochlan imasim rico. So just like you're not allowed to throw bread, so too we should not throw any item of a food item that can get ruined if you throw it. However, midi deloy mamis, something that will not get ruined if you toss it, kegoyin, Nuts and pomegranates and quinces, shari. So from the letter of the law, it's permissible to throw those items. The understanding with the nut is that it's in the shell or the pomegranate that's in the shell. I would not recommend to throw the seeds of the pomegranate unless you have a good cleaners to go to. Um, but, but that's the point over here. He says, in a sieve cotton ches, or rather zayin, <laughs> so we said here, what do we say in the Mechaber? We said, uh, yeah, don't, don't, uh, um, wash your hands with wine. The Ilo benetilo lachilo balavachiyasa, because when it comes to netilo, for achilo, netilo, washing for, for, uh, food, we already said that you're not allowed to use wine for washing for food. That we learned earlier in, in Simkosamech, 10 Simanim earlier. They natilo elo b'mayim should only wash with water. Elo av bezeh she'ena tsoirech achilo is also here. Also, av bezeh she'ena tsoirech achilo here. Also, if it's not for tsoirech achilo, it's also mishum b'zayin hayayin because of b'zayin for the wine. Who had din so to b'shar mashkin b'shar mashkin also is aser. B'shar said chak in time of necessity. Take a look later on. Take a look earlier what we discussed over there. So basically, wine should not be used for washing for bread, and here we're saying even for not for bread. We don't throw bread, as is discussed in the Paisen, the past chashiva tfei mishar ochlin, the past the bread is considered of the greatest of importance of the foods of the day, and by bread is also afilo im loy nimos al by bread, it's forbidden to throw it even if it'll not get ruined by tossing it. It's still forbidden. Let's say you throw it in a clean place. The zilzul hula pas is still a disgrace for the past for the bread. Uh, other items like te'enim figs or soft things, strawberries. You don't want to throw strawberries around, right? Blueberries, whatever the items, bananas. You don't want to throw these type of things around that will, will get ruined if they get tossed around. Okay. Um, however, if it's hard, it's not going to get crushed. We're talking about a place where you threw it in a clean place. 
The lavachi is also a feel because if you're throwing the nuts in a dirty place, you're not going to want to eat them anymore. Then it's it's uh, also forbidden. Okay, so the Allah is like this. says that if you pass over food, or rather you should not be walking and pass over food because it's a disgrace for the food that should be picked up and you can eat it. So why are you stepping over food? So... Unless, the Gemara makes a statement now, it says, unless it's a situation where there's a concern for kshafim. What's kshafim? Kshafim is sorcery, witchcraft. What that has to do with, with, uh, maybe leave the loaf of bread there because it was placed there by something as a kshafim, a sorcery. We'll have to wait for the Gemara in Erevin, Nassam of Dalit, which Mitzvah Shem will get to in around, uh, maybe two years. Okay. I don't know. Okay. With our Omidyani program. Now, the place can say, Nowadays, Rabbi Yashiv, I believe, yeah, bring the Rabbi Yashiv over here. Nowadays, we don't have a necessity to eat food the same way they had back then. We, Baruch Hashem, have so much food everywhere. And we're, we're, if we see some type of food on the floor, most probably we're not going to eat it anyway. Unless it's wrapped in a bag, or unless it's clean and it's not dirty. But as opposed to back in those days, in those generations, people were, were uh, more or I said less particular about if something was on the floor and they would still eat it, that's what he's referring to. Let's just conclude over here. Now, Rav Huna and the Gemara says, in Tainus Davchav, that you should not feed animals, including that he says birds as well, food that is fit for humans, for people. This is what Rav Huna's opinion. However, it's not so clear. The Paisim say, The Paisim are saying that it's not so clear if the halacha is like Rafuna that you should not give animals the food that you would eat. The basic understanding of the problem behind this is because it's a little disgraceful for the, for the person, for the mensch. You're going to eat the same thing that you're giving the animal to eat? You're not an animal. You're a higher person. Right? Are you going to eat the animal food? You don't eat the animal food. You don't go to the store and say, oh, there's an OU on the animal food, so I'm going to get some food. There actually are hefsheim on the animal food, because different reasons. We're not getting into that now. But but uh, the same way, you're not going to eat the animal food, so you shouldn't give the animal your food. Now, that's that's, that's perhaps of whom is understanding. However, the Machs of Shekel says, the im enloi dover ha'achil ha'achil if you have nothing else to give the animal, if you only have animal food, excuse me, human food, and that's the only food you have to give the animal, so there's a leniency. It could be that's one of the reasons that people give uh, bread to the birds, the pigeons. Um, the Paiskim explain over here that a lot of this discussion, according to some Paiskim, is only if it's not your animal. But if it's your animal, you can give your animal um, the animal food, the, the human food, the regular people food. Okay, in regards to food that's going to get ruined, spoiled, and then there's, there's no shyly, you can give it to the, to the animals. You don't have to be, just throw it out and get rid of it. Okay, we'll stop here and pick up Mitzvah next time from Sif Base.